Happy New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, we're back to the Merry Eve. Merry back to that again, aren't we? <laughs> Time to start a new year. Yeah. I gained 47 pounds. Well, that's my goal. My goal is I'm going to gain 48 pounds by March. Oh, well, I did that just by March 48. from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. <laughs> Should You know, there's three types of people in the world. Did you know that? No. Those that know math and those that don't. <laughs> Guess which one? I yeah, well, I can figure that out, but. <laughs> okay, did Dad tell you that joke? Yeah, it's Dad humor. I'm like, you're calling me Dad humor? Well, whatever. Okay, let's go back then. There are two types of people. Those that like New Year's resolutions and those that don't. Just take a guess what you think I am. <laughs> Do you like them or not? Do you like New Year's resolutions? I don't know. I've made them some years. Some years I don't. I've made them too. Actually, they've been good to me over the years. Really? Yeah. Really? So you've done pretty well with New Year's resolutions. Yeah. When I was uh, 17, I de- my New Year's resolution was not to bite my fingernails anymore because I always did. Uh-huh. And I never did again. For real? Yeah. And so why do you think that worked for you? Um... I tend to be that way if I decide yeah, to do something, I do it. Yeah, exactly. So you need an excuse to think of something. You need an excuse to have a resolution, right? Sometimes. Right? A couple, three years ago, I had a good one. Yeah. I had a resolution. I was going to try new things the whole year. Okay. So I always use the example. The main thing, I tried a lot of different things for the year. So I, I, when I go to restaurants, I always order the same thing. Like we go to Who Hot. Right. If you've been to Who Hot. Oh, I love they Who can, Hot, man. There's a million different combinations yeah. you, right. can you can do. I make exactly the same thing every, every time. Just That's like how your I son does. Yeah. Anthony the Helnerth. Anthony the 78. <laughs> yeah. All our kids are named that. the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Names are the same. Yeah. Order the same. So here. I made a resolution for a whole year. I did your something different. Your dad's the same different. way too, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So was his dad and his dad before him. <laughs> so I wanted to test if it was just something that... You know, uh-huh. did I not really like change? You know, my favorite quote is, I, I love change. Change it back to the way it used to be. <laughs> so so for a whole year, I did something different because of my New Year's resolution. And I, and every time I went to McDonald's, I always ordered two hamburgers, uh-huh. ketchup only, large fry, large unsweetened iced tea. It's the same every single time and I've ever gone. Breakfast and then it's a sausage and muffin. Yeah, that's, it's exactly. It changes mm-hmm. just a little, but it's, you With know. tea. <laughs> Unsweetened. Yeah. And a big french fry instead of a large french fry. Um, so I went to McDonald's and I never ordered that for a whole year. I ordered something different every single time I went. Every time, really? You did it for a whole year? Yeah. And? And I, at the end of the year, I was happy to go back to the way it used to be <laughs> because that's what I liked. <laughs> <laughs> I found that I didn't like all this different stuff. And okay. <laughs> but you let it, you tried it for a year. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. Oh, I thought it was. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so I don't know if resolutions are bad or good, but we make them. Well, I, on the other hand, I'm not built like you, obviously. I mean, we're quite a bit different. I don't know if people know that. You've probably figured it out after you've listened to a podcast that we do, but Tony and I are quite different. In fact, we've talked through our differences, like, you know, you're, you process inside right. you know, like my wife does, right? And I process vocally. I have to think out loud, right. you know? So when you don't think out loud and when you're quiet processing, I'm like, he's not even listening to what I'm saying. <laughs> Or how many times have I accused you going, are you mad at me, Tony? Are you, you know? And how many times has says, Steve, just shut up yeah, yeah. for one second. <laughs> I can't think. Oh, Steve, why can't you make a decision? 
<laughs> that's the problem with New Year's resolutions. I got to think yeah. of a decision to, you know. So New Year's resolutions don't work for me. Not the specific ones anyway. They tend to make me nervous. They tend to like, oh, no, I got this deadline. And I got it. You know how I function that way. Right. I get nervous. Like, you love waking up having a lot of work. Like, I'm going to get something accomplished today. Yeah. And I wake up going, oh, crap, I got, I'm never going to get all this stuff accomplished today. <laughs> well, I think that is, there's, there is two different kinds of people, those who like and don't like resolutions. But I think New Year's brings that out because New Year's is one of two things. It's either a look back at year's end to... Uh-huh. What you accomplished or didn't accomplish, right. or it's a look ahead to the fresh start. Right. So I think there's two different kinds of people. And the Bible that way. even talk about too. There's scriptures in the Bible that talks about forget the former things. Right. Don't look. He who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is unfit for the kingdom. So there's scriptures that say don't look to the past. Right. And there's other scriptures that talk about remember right. the days of your youth. <laughs> right. So like, well, so which is it? You know. Don't look to the future. Look to the future. Don't. It's like drink milk. It's good for you. No, don't drink milk. It's bad for you. I mean, right. so okay. Uh, if you if you look at those kind of contradictions in the Bible, look back. Don't look back. That really has a lot to do with New Year's because it's about some of us like to look back. Some of us like to look forward. The new beginning or. You know, rehashing the past, and, you know, and I don't think that. And people will say stuff like that. Well, the Bible doesn't make sense. It makes right. your mind. Is it one of the? It's both. I mean, I don't yeah. think he's saying. I think it's at, at the. So sometimes in our life, you have a rearview mirror and a windshield, right? Right. And sometimes you need to be looking at one and not looking at the other. Yeah. And uh, so there's sometimes in our life we shouldn't be looking back, and there's other times we better remember and look back. And I saw. I think it's both, and I think no matter what you do, I think it's important to look back on last year. Things that we can learn right. from, things that we could have done better, things that we did really well. I think yeah. you have to do both of that. I think you can look at things that you can improve on, but you got to balance that out with what things can you pat yourself on the back for. Right. But I also think we need to be looking forward ahead to 2019, to the next year, and um, I think you got to do both of those tonight. Right. So I, I've been thinking about we've been doing songs and the history of songs, and so right. there's a I just have a short history of a song, the Old Anxiety. Yeah was a Scottish song and it's uh it's apparently it's a very ancient song like it goes past 1780s it's 1780s is when it came out so I think three of the songs we've done came from the 1780s which is kind of interesting and by the way I've enjoyed the I've enjoyed them it's been pretty cool (laughs) series so we're going to continue it on at least one more week so apparently there's a uh, a Scots musical museum in Scotland I don't know exactly what that means but in 1780s sometime, a guy named Robert Burns submitted the words to Old Anxiety, which was his age. So he's the first person supposedly to ever write down those words because they sung it traditionally. No, it's the Old Langsine or Old Anxiety? Old Langsine. And it's it A-U-L-D. It's not yeah. like old, right. which it's more fitting for me. Yeah. I'm actually pretty excited about this because I've always wondered about that, about that song. Right. And I, I don't have a lot of history. I haven't researched it a lot, but... Um, what I know of it is, so he submitted those words, and it's like it's apparently it's sung everywhere in the world on New Year's really? Eve, and so it was a tradition for Scots to get together just before midnight. They would get in a circle and they would sing the song, and um, so "Old Anxiety" kind of roughly means means for old times' sake, okay. and it's talking about friendships and relationships. But doesn't it say? May all acquaintance be forgot? Is that how the lyrics go? Not all for old, I think. 
Clayton to be forgotten. So I've never understood the song. I thought you just sing it on New Year's. That's what you do. So I'm glad that you're doing it. So it's it's, should old acquaintances be forgot and never brought to mind. It's a question. They're asking a question. question. They're making a statement. They're not telling you to forget your past. They're telling you, shouldn't we do this? Yeah, and then it's for old anxiety, my Joe, for old anxiety. For For old times' sake. Right, for old times' sake. Um, So it's asking a question about, you know, we take a cup of kindness yet. Maybe that's where the drinking and the the beer come in. I don't know. Oh, yeah, and the next one is, surely you'll be your pint swap. (laughs) It comes in pints? What's that? This, my friend, is a pint it comes in pints. Oh, I can get you one. <laughs> <laughs> and surely I'll be mine. We'll take a cup of kindness yet for old anxiety. Um, and then there's a bunch of words. We tway, hey, run about the braise. Mm, that's beautiful. I don't, I'm not sure. Look the what words minister. Just think yeah. on those for a minute. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> you haven't seen the new uh, Record Ralph, have you? No, I haven't. Oh, I can't wait the, to see it. The Scottish princess from. Uh, Brave uh-huh. is in there, and oh, seriously, she talks, and none of the other princes can understand a word she says. It's one of the funnier parts. So, hey, betwixt upon my shelf, what did you say? <laughs> yeah, <was>? something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but it's it's what it's talking about friendships or relationship, and so the last, the very end of the song, um, it's in there is my hand, my trusty friend. So it's that we give a hand to each other in friendship, oh, and it. so they cross their arms in front of them and they hold the hand of the person next to him, and as they finish the song, they rush to the center of the circle, and they all yell and scream or whatever. That's but, cool. But the, the point being, and I think even biblically, I, I think sometimes look, I think when it talks, a lot of the times it's talking about not looking back or looking back is relationally related. We're supposed to look back over relationships with God and how he's brought us to a certain place. But we tend to think so... Um, singularly or selfishly it's yeah. always a, in our own you know like having new year's resolutions always is a very i'm going to lose weight i'm going to work out right. it's always about us right. i don't hear people saying new year's resolutions that are about yes. other people and if we i think if we took in really what the bible wants us to understand if, if it's really all about relationship with god with each other and so we should look back on the last year and we're you know relationships good were they bad uh-huh. and sometimes our personal things obviously have an effect on that but um if we evaluated that more regularly i think right. we'd be far more ahead see i don't have a problem with goals but but i like the goals more that i know that if you can't measure the goal we say right well, i think a lot of that is because we live in a, a consumer-based society so if you can't measure the goal then how do you know if you do it if you right. fail to plan then plan to fail i know certain people function that way but i don't Right. So um, I don't want to tell anyone not to do New Year's right. resolutions because it doesn't work for me. Right. And I, I, I think, you know, we've talked about this before, you know, people saying that, you know, here's the way that you got to get to God. Well, they get to God that way, but don't tell everyone else that's right. the way they got to go. And I'm I'm kind of a nonconformist anyway, so if you tell me that's the way, I think about sometimes there's always people that do devil's advocate. No matter what you say, you're going to sure. get somebody come getting you. Because right. some of us are built that way. That's what keeps us. They're not. Some of these people aren't trying to be mean. That's what keeps us on edge. It's what keeps us moving forward. It's what keeps right. progress, you know. But um, for me, the goals need to be more like if you set a goal, I've got to lose X amount of pounds by X amount of days. Then if I don't get it, then I feel like a failure. But for right. me, my goals, I, I set goals too, but my goals are different. They're like, I'm going to live healthier. Right. And if the pounds come off, that's a bonus. Yeah. Right. And if they don't come off, then I'm going to keep living healthier. And one day they will come off. 
I just tend to function better that way while other people function the other way better. And I think it's cool when we allow everyone to function the way they function. Yeah. You know? Because truth is, if I had my way, um, I probably wouldn't make many goals at all, and I maybe I wouldn't go anywhere. Sure. And someone else comes alongside. But um, I, I think that when we need to make goals – see, the problem is the goals I would make would be goals like you're talking about. Yeah. Like, they, they're not necessarily measurable. Right. Okay? But I don't think you always have to measure something to see if you're successful or not. I think if you if you shoot for the stars, you're at least at the street lamp. I heard someone say a long time ago. It's one of those typical cheesy right. one-liners. But if I aim at being a better person, I might not be able to get get where I want to get. But I'm going to get become a little bit better. I right. mean, my goals are more along the lines of I want to live healthier. Or, um, but see, even that's a selfish one. Unless I'm thinking about my kids, you right. know, I want to live healthier for them. But I want to be a more loving person. I want to be a kinder person. I think it's okay if you if numeric goals and goals that you can measure, you function that way. I'm not blasting you. Just don't blast me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I am saying this is that in the midst of all those numerical goals or specific goals that you may have, right. throw someone's don't don't be afraid to throw someone's in there that you can't measure. Like I'm going to be more patient with my spouse, right, or my kids, or I'm going to be nicer to my neighbor. Um, you know, you might not be able to measure it, but it's not a you know if you've been nicer. Right. You know if you're a more gentle person. You know if you're being more patient to that person that you work with or not. And I just love that concept of, you know, making somebody else's life better. Right. Let's set some let's take some time when we're if if you're gonna do New Year's resolutions, then let's do some New Year's resolutions that aren't just about us. Right. And let's think about for old time's sake. So what things changed your life for old time's sake, for old Lang Syne? Right. And then make that a goal to help somebody else get there. Who showed up in your life and what did they do to get you to where you're at today? Well, can we make it a New Year's resolution to try to be that person for somebody else? And then I'd also say this too. The thing that, you know, the book I'm writing, The Accident Driven Life, you know, we 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 love that word driven and we, we come up with a purpose and we drive towards that. But some of these other goals, if we just relax more and ask God to help us more, He'll actually get us there. I, th- I know there's probably some people that might listen to this and they might roll their eyes and go, yeah, whatever. But trust me, it works. God made you and he knows how you function. Right. And he brings people in our life. He brings accidents in our life. He brings interruptions. And many times that interruption isn't about you not accepting, you not completing your goal for that day. It's about another goal that's involved. You know, I've got a goal because I'm going to I'm going to do this. But God's like, but how about if we can make this person's life better? Right. You know, this person's an interruption for a reason. Or I want to get your mind off of that for a second because I want you to focus on this. And sometimes we major in the minors. I mean, would you agree with that? We oh, focus on sure. things that, yep. you know, aren't as important as other things. Yeah. And in, in, in your New Year's resolutions, I think it's always good for us to think about people. Yep. That's the best thing. You know, you, when you started your business, if you started a business... You did it to help people. Right. You know, if you got your job, you did it to help people. Even if it was just you or you your family, let's not forget it's about helping people and helping yeah. people get there. And I love that concept, Tony, of making a resolution that's just not about you. It's about somebody else. Yeah. So I think that you should lose 25 pounds by February. That's my resolution, <laughs> Tony. By February. <laughs> uh, I better stop eating now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Put down that diet. <laughs> so... When I think of old eggs, I think of New Year's and an old egg sign. Um, it, we're recording this during the Christmas season, and uh, 
kind of the end of the Christmas season is typically New Year's for most of us in America. I think of It's a Wonderful Life because that movie finishes with that, you know, that grand song. Yeah, right. People find it to be cheesy. So it's a Christmas movie, that, but ends with old anxiety. Yeah. So like what we're right. talking about, the Christmas ends yeah. with the New Year's. Right. And it's the fact that it's even Chris, it's not even really a Christmas movie. It's just, it's, I just, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And this concept of here's this guy focused, he has this purpose driven thing that he's going to do from the time he's a kid. He knows he's going to travel, he's going to build bridges, he's going to do all this stuff. And he never spends half his life and never does it and finds himself in trouble. You know, life is not what it's supposed to be. And because. He helped people. Yeah, he he forfeited all these dreams, all other these purp- all the purpose he thought he was doing for other people. But never saw, never he never realized or he never noticed. And I think this concept of old anxiety is to you have to look back on that at some point. Well, how was he was forced to do it by taking his own life because he was useless to everybody. Well, then he found out he affected everybody in town and literally hundreds a, of people. Should we do a uh, disclaimer? Uh, spoiler alert? <laughs> yeah, that somebody <laughs> might not have seen that. If you haven't seen that, I you're in trouble. I believe that you just, you just lost all the followers we had by saying It's a Wonderful Life is not a Christmas movie. You know you said that, right? <laughs> well, it's not. I just really. want you to know. I just want you to, You don't have to listen to that. That's oh, not... I watch it, it year-round. That's all that means. Because <laughs> you know I watch movies over and over. So. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Ad nauseum. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. And, hey, you don't go to see the Mona Lisa at a museum once and say, "Oh, I saw it, and I don't want to ever see it again." It's just so like you're a comparing movie. a Jimmy Stewart to Mona Lisa. Is that you're saying? I am in this life. Yeah, in this wonderful yeah. life, uh-huh. <laughs> he is like the Mona Lisa of, uh, you know, films that enrich life. <laughs> which, which um, you would say it's not a Christmas movie, but I and the rest of the, the world would say that it is a Christmas movie. But it reminds me of the whole. It makes me think of. You know, Christmas is meant to go all year long. You know, and we, if we relegate Christmas to just Christmas time, then we're missing out on 11 months of living in a wonderful, crazy, fun environment world where we're about being generous to other people. We're about helping other people. We're about giving and you reap what you sow so when you give that out you you get it back and sometimes you were so about finishing our purpose our goal that's sometimes that can be the the weakness of new year's resolutions we make it all about the resolution so therefore if i don't lose 20 pounds i lost 11 pounds well then well you lost 11 pounds though maybe you only lost two right maybe you lost 20 and came back but you're still ahead two pounds, you know, and, and we make it, it's not always about just that resolution. And sometimes we make them so specific that then we, I either blew it or I did it and we make it all about that, but it's about the whole picture of all around us. And it's, it's not called, it's a wonderful Christmas season. It's called, it's a wonderful life. Right. And you know, he, he, his perspective was off, you know, his, what's his name? Jimmy George. Stewart's, George. I thought it was George. Um, you know, George gives up, his money to go to school to help his brother. Right. But then his brother becomes very successful. It isn't until he realizes it later. And, and, um, I think we all need somebody that shows up in our life and says, I mean, Tony, you do that for me. So that make that would make you the angel Harold. What's his name? What's the guy's? <laughs> yeah. Clarence. Clarence. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that make you that guy. Oh, I like that image in my head, <laughs> but you do that for me. I have some other people that do it for me. We need to find people in our lives that remind us, no, wait a minute. Because you did this, because you sacrificed this, you might not have gotten this, but 
you help somebody get this and you know you know and we're if we get the chance to reflect and look back for old times sake on our deathbed you're not going to say i wish i would have made more money unless right. if i wish i could have helped someone else more out with my money yeah. you know and so we don't have to wait till a funeral to old lang syne it we don't have to oh, for old times sake right we need to look back for old times sake and remember what we need some we need somebody how long i gonna say this we need somebody in our life that points out for old times sake Yes, you might not have done this, and you've done this for me so many times. That's one reason why our friendship is so close to me, because you have helped me see what I couldn't see myself. I'm so in the middle of my force that I can't see everything. But you point out, wait a minute, but look at this. Look at what you have done. Look what you have. And so make sure that you spend some time also patting yourself on the back for the things that, that you have done. And and you can't control, you can invite people into your world and say, allow people to help you spot what you have done, you might not be able to pull that off, but you can be that for somebody else. Right. You know, you can find somebody else and encourage them and say, Hey, I want you to know your life changed mine in this way, in that way. I mean, I didn't plan this way to want a podcast, but it's as simple right. as me telling you what you've done for me. Just like, it's not, it's not really that hard to do. Right. It might be feel weird if you haven't done that a lot, right? but it's only because you haven't done it before. Yeah. You do it enough. It's not going to feel weird anymore. And it's actually going to turn your life around. For old times' sake. For old anxiety. For old anxiety. Days of old anxiety. Days of old anxiety. Days of old anxiety. Old Lang. Old Lang. Designed Jessica Lang. Sign. Well, now we know what the song means. It's going to mean more to me now when I sing it tonight. You know, it's good for old times' sake. And live. It's not a wonderful Christmas season. It's a wonderful life. So what you liked about Christmas was probably the generosity, the warmth, the patience, the family time. We don't need a Christmas holiday to pull that off. Right. What about just the connection to the world? Yeah. I, th- I just think about things like you go to the store and you say Merry Christmas to the person checking you out. Whereas a month earlier, you would have just not said anything or thanks. Well, they say, hey, thanks, you? And you're like, like, well, they're supposed to say that. Yeah, right. Work here but at don't. Christmas, it's a different, everybody's interconnected in a whole different way. And that's something that we can change. And yeah. I, in my mind, I immediately saw someone going, well, my family will never show up or they live overseas or whatever. Yeah, but there's other family around. Yeah. Or there's other people that need family that might not be your biological family, right. but there's a neighbor. There's somebody, there's a Rudolph somewhere, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. There is someone somewhere that could use your love, your encouragement. So old Lang Syne, for old time's sake, remind somebody how their life is a better place because they're in it. And have a happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> Roll time set. Steve Ace.